Welcome to an IG Live deep dive from Circus Boss. Today, I'm going to answer the question, how to find a, your dream job. This is part two of a three-part series on how to answer the question, how do I find work as a circus performer? Hey, Joe, thanks for joining. So this is part two of a three-part series. Uh, the last one was, what is your dream job? so that you can start by getting clear on what type of work you want to be looking for before you start searching. Today's part two is all about how to find your dream job. So I'm gonna talk about some research, some networking and marketing strategies to connect and build relationships with the right people. And then part three will be how to land your dream job. So I'll talk about how to, how to tailor your promo kit for a specific audience and ways to be more successful when applying, auditioning, or pitching your work. Uh, if we haven't met yet, I'm Eileen. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm a business coach and the chief inspiration officer here at Circus Boss, and we help circus artists become confident entrepreneurs. We have a podcast, we have content on the socials, we run online workshops, and we offer personalized coaching that are all focused on helping you know your value, stand out from the crowd, and build a sustainable business. So if you're here with me live, feel free to drop any questions as they come up in the chat. If you're watching on the replay, thanks for being here. You can also drop any questions on the chat. And in case you're listening to the replay on the podcast, you can hop over to the socials and either DM me questions or find the post on our Instagram page and ask us questions there. So this is a big topic. How do you find your dream job? And it's one that you will probably continue to do your whole entire life because you're in one job and then you're always looking for the next, right? And honestly, I mean, it's nice to think like, just do what you love, be good at it, and the opportunities will find you. And sometimes that's true. But a lot of times we need a little bit more than that. And that's what I'm doing this for, to talk about ways that you can be actively engaged in finding your dream job or your next job. So you still have to do the other parts, though. You have to love what you do and you have to be good at it. Because anything that I say today is not going to help you if you're not, if you don't have those other two pieces. So it's not like I'm giving you a way to trick the system. Like you still have to be good at what you do. But I'm imagining that you are. So we're, I'm not worried about that today. Um, so part one I mentioned was what is your dream job? And if you haven't had a chance to watch the replay, you can watch it on our Instagram profile um, page, or you can go to the video tab and find it there. I also made a new series on this. You can also listen to it on the podcast. And the reason that I recommend listening to it is because I pose some questions to walk you through clarity on different parts of the job that you're looking for or the type of work you're looking for with the goal of coming up with this like dream job statement. So you can sum up exactly what you're looking for in a little statement. Now in that, I also mentioned you'll probably do different types of work. And it's not like by making this, you're saying no to other types of work, but you might as well hone in on what you really want to be doing. And if you can make this into a statement, it can really help guide you in your search and it can also help people refer you. So, um, in my last session on this, I kind of like tried to make this concept of a dream job statement 
while I was live and I failed at it miserably. So I prepared a few just to kind of give you an example of what I'm talking about. So here are some that I made up. Um, and as I say them, I want you to think about, as I say one, does it automatically make you think of like, oh, I know somebody that I can refer Eile to if this is what she's looking for. So it really helps narrow down. It helps people help you basically. So here are a few examples. This could be a dream job statement. I'm looking for work with a contemporary circus company that uses a collaborative process and performs primarily in theaters in the Northeast. So that's really specific. That might bring some opportunities to mind that you know that you know about that you could refer to me. Or I'm looking to perform my blacklight LED and fire acts at upscale nightclubs and large music festivals across the US and internationally. So I might know who to connect somebody who books that type of work, right? Or I have a comedy slash acrobatic show, solo show that's highly interactive and family friendly, ready to book in outdoor fairs, festivals, and theme parks. Again, if someone said that to me, I already know off the top of my head, oh, I know she needs to talk to this person, this person, and that person, right? Or something like, I'm a circus generalist looking to create and perform ensemble pieces with a small cast touring in a traditional tent show. Again, that makes me, helps me think of a few different specific opportunities that can help this person. Hey, Miranda, good to see you. Um, so we are talking about how to find your dream job. And I just was kind of talking about this concept of a dream job statement that you can help craft from my last session on how to find a dream job or sorry, what is your dream job? So today I'm going to break this down into three main parts. We've got research, we've got networking, and we've got marketing. And so under your research, first, you're just looking at what are the opportunities that exist? And then you want to think who are the key players? So what are the opportunities out there? And this one, I see it time and time again, you think it's really obvious and clear that everyone knows about all the opportunities that are out there. But sometimes we just know what's what's in our insular circle of people that we know. Um, so that's where you start. Start by talking to your community, everyone in your community, your coaches, other performers, where have they worked in the past that they enjoyed? Where are they working now that they enjoy? So getting a sense of What's out there just through your community is a great place to start. Then, of course, there's the World Wide Web, and we've all embraced that a lot in the past couple of years. So, I mean, simple things as like Google search for your area, you know, say Contemporary Circus Las Vegas, um, you know, put in your area where you want to be working and some of the keywords that are from your dream job statement from this this work that you did figuring out what kind of dream job you want, what kind of work you want to be doing. Then of course there's directories. So Circus Talk is a great one that's international. So you can have a profile there and you can also look and see who's posting. Then you can of course look at things like Gig Salad or The Bash. That is a place that you might be posting your own work for clients to find you, but you can also use it as a tool to search for other companies if you're a solo performer. I have to get a sip of water. Um, if either of you have questions or thoughts as I go, please add them in the chat. Um, and then for other opportunities out there, there's also like event. Oh, hey, Katie. 
Good to see you. Thanks for being here. Hey, Helen. Thanks for being here. Uh, we're talking about how to find your dream job today. And right now I was just talking about like different directories. So we're talking about like searching online for what are the opportunity, what are the opportunities that exist out there? Um, so if you're looking for work in the event world, hey, love my life 2021. I love my life too. Do you change it each year? Like, shouldn't you be love my life 2022 now? <laughs> but I love that you love your life and I love that you're here. Um, so if you're looking for work in the event industry, you know, the first thing I said was just Googling, of course. So look, you know, event entertainment company, Seattle, um, you know, event entertainment, New York, see who exists in your area. Um, but then also you can look, if you're looking for work in the events industry, you can look at event associations and see what entertainment companies are members of these associations. So if you don't know what an event association is, you can Google that event association, Tri-City area. Um, but there's one called ILEA. There's, that's I-L-E-A, not related to my name. Then there's NACE, N-A-C-E. There's MPI, M as in Mary, P-I, that's Meeting Professionals International. And there's a ton of like wedding associations. So you can just check out those groups and see who, what entertainment companies are members. Um, and then of course there's Facebook groups. Um, I personally have never gotten work from a Facebook group. Uh, when I was a solo performer, Facebook wasn't even a thing yet. Uh, that was back like, I don't know, some point we had MySpace, but so I never got work from anything online. Um, I mean, I would look at like audition call boards and things like that old school. Um, but there are tons of Facebook groups. And even if you don't, it seems like sometimes a lot of the Facebook groups jobs might be kind of last minute, but you could still see who are the people that post all the time that they're looking for performers and then reach out to them and say, Hey, I saw you post. I'm not available for this one. How do I work with your company? I'd love to. Um, so where are the opportunities you can look online? Talk to your network too, okay? Uh, and then who are the key players? So this you should definitely get to know um, in your area. Like if, if you want to do gig work, if you want to work for a contemporary circus, if you want to do festivals, like you should know all of the people, the key players in your area. And that's it. sometimes that's like going down a rabbit hole and doing research and figuring these people out through talking through community or like one time I gave myself the challenge. There's a, a pirate show um, in that Dolly Parton produces in Pigeon Forge. And I was like, okay, let's say I wanted to work at this show. How could I find out who does the hiring and casting? Because the website is public facing. It's all about tickets. It doesn't say anything about working for the show. And I spent about like 15 minutes and I figured out through looking at their um I think it was like their Instagram page. And then I saw them mention like a production company or something. And then, oh no. And I also did a search of like finding out, looking at the tags. So whoever tagged the, that show in, in Pigeon Forge, I forgot the name of it. Uh, then I also looked at people that at mentioned it to see if I saw any performers. So I found like three performers that clearly either have worked in the show or are currently performing in the show based on things that they tagged. So that was some connections that I found. Then I also found like a production company listed somewhere in one of the posts. 
And I went and they didn't even have an Instagram page. So then I went to Facebook and couldn't find them. And I went to LinkedIn and I found them. And I was like, oh, okay. They, this company produces entertainment for multiple different shows, like dinner theater style, theme park style. And then I found a, a, a notice of like an audition. It had passed, but I was like, okay, cool. These people, this is who produces the show or does the casting or something. So I could reach out to them. It literally took me 15 minutes of just going down a rabbit hole of following, you know, searches of hashtags and at mentions for the show I wanted to work in, right? That was just a little exercise I was curious to do. So just go down the rabbit hole and see who you can find out. Okay, so that's just some ideas on how to research. Um, then when it comes to networking, you know, there's two things that you always hear people say. Hey, Circa Perform, thanks for being here. Um, you always hear people say about getting jobs it's all about being in the right place at the right time. And then it's all about who you know. And you know what? Those two are true. But there are things that you can do to be in the right place at the right time and to know the people that are the right people. So first, let's talk about being in the right place. Um, you don't have to be in all the places. You just have to be in the right places. And that's where the research comes in beforehand. So you're knowing who are the key players. Um, so knowing your dream job and knowing who the key players are, are going to help you hone in on being in those right places. And what do I mean by being in the right place? Well, if I want to work for a company, you better believe I'm going to get on their mailing list. I'm going to be looking at their website. I'm going to see, do they teach classes? Do any of the performers that perform with that company teach classes? Do they have any workshops? Do they have auditions? Obviously, I'm going to be there if it's an audition and I want to work for them. But then also just in general, any class you go to, any workshop you go to, any festival, any competition, and even going to auditions for people that isn't the company that you want to work for is still a networking experience. In the theater world, like my theater friends when I was in college, they went to like, I don't know, 10 times more auditions than I went to as a dancer. And I was always impressed by that. I think in theater, there's a culture of like going to audition just to be good at auditioning, just, just to practice auditioning. And I think in circus and dance, we can do that a little bit more. So I encourage you to go to as many auditions as you can, even if you're not going for the job, because it's also networking, right? Um, and then if you're looking for work in the events associate, the events industry, there are event associations, meetings and mixers, there are open houses, there are trade shows, there are tons of opportunities to go be in the right place where your community and your industry is. But how do you keep in touch with those people, right? Because I, I really want you to think about turning a relationship. No, I said it wrong. Turning a handshake into a relationship. So when you first meet somebody at a networking event, you're shaking their hand, but they're not going to remember you necessarily. So going back to the, it's all about who you know, this is where you want to turn that handshake into a relationship. And this is about staying in touch with people. Um, you know, have you ever heard that six degrees of Kevin Bacon <laughs> thing? Um, it was based off the concept of six degrees of separation that a theory that believes that all human beings in the world are just six or less social connections away from one another. Now, I don't know how long ago that was written and what the population was at that time based on what it is now. But this six degrees of Kevin Bacon is a fun exercise. There's actually a website that I went to just to experiment with this. It's called oracleofbacon.org. 
And you can literally type in any other actor's name that you can think of, and they'll show you in less than six connections how Kevin Bacon was in a was in a show or a movie or a film or something with this specific actor who was then in a film with this specific actor who was then in a film with this actor and then the actor that you know. And every single one that I tried was two or less. Every single one that I tried. So the reason I'm mentioning this is that is doing that helps you realize how small the world is and how we all know each other and everybody knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. So it's not like a bunch of unknown people out there. It really is connected. You know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Or somebody is looking for something and they know somebody that knows somebody that knows you, if you want to look at it that way. So I just want to ask yourself to ask you this question. Can you spend five minutes a day on networking? Like just five minutes a day. Is your career worth that much? Whether it's running your own company and you're trying to get work or whether you're looking to perform for other people. Can you spend five minutes a day on networking? Because what you do is start by making, building a VIP list, or at one point I used to call it our champion circle when we worked, when we had animate objects, but building a list of these people that are the quote right people. But start with the people that you know. Start with your performer friends that are doing something similar to what you want to do or they've already done it. Your coaches maybe that have connections in the industry. Think about all the people that are in your network that couldn't know somebody that could know somebody, right? That are So you start making this list. And then when you did that other part about being in the right place at the right time, all those classes, workshops, festivals, competitions, auditions, Start making a list of those people if you get their business card or you get their contact information and start building this list. Now, I wouldn't build this list to like over 100 people. You don't want to get overwhelmed. Maybe even just think of starting with 30 people or just start with 10 people. That's better than nothing. But you can build it as you go. And what you're going to do is spend five minutes a day reaching out to one of those people. Just one. It can be a DM. It can be a text message. It can be an email. Whatever your favorite way of communicating is. And thinking about three different ways to stay in touch with these people. So compliment and thank. Whenever you can, just compliment a person. One of these people just say, I'm going to pick this person. I'm going to go see what they're posting on the socials and I'm going to give them a compliment or thank them for something that they've shared with you. How have they helped you? What piece of advice have they given you that's really helped you? So you're going to compliment and thank. Then... The second one is invite and update. So anytime you are doing a performance in person, send some personal invites. Send a personal email to somebody that's on that VIP list and say, hey, I'm performing live. I'd love you to come. Or hey, I'm doing an online performance. I would love you to see what I'm up to. Um, And then what about when you get free tickets? Anytime you get free tickets to any of your shows, yes, we want to invite our loved ones and our friends, but Inviting industry contacts is going to get you a lot farther. Also for events, a lot of times in the events industry, we got free tickets for being a sponsor at an event. Well, we would invite our champion circle. Those are our industry contacts, right? Um, And then also updates. So sending a personal email if you've updated your website or you have a new act to, hey, Lauren, thanks for being here. So sending out personal emails, just one a day. Remember, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. But updating anytime you have a new website, a new act, 
Um, an example of this too, this can also be to people that you're already working with. There was a performer that worked for us for at least five years. She emailed me one day with a little video of her in the studio saying, oh, hey, by the way, I've been working on hand balancing for a long time now. I'm ready to start performing it. I wanted you, I wanted you to see. I love to be able to perform it with you. And because she sent me that one email with one little rehearsal video, I then started, then I met with her and we choreographed a hand balancing act for her to perform with us. And she did that with us for years, just from one email. Okay. Um, and then the third thing is refer and ask. So this is where you're going to start referring other people. If you can just think like, who do I know that should be connected? Any type of connection. It doesn't have to necessarily be a job. But what type of connection? Do you know someone is looking for a photographer and, and you know an absolutely amazing photographer? Or maybe you know somebody's new to town and you're like, oh, I really want them to work with this company. So you tell them about that company. Or, you know, just get creative with just give yourself the challenge. Okay, I want to make a connection for somebody else. Doing that, number one, it puts good, good juju out in the universe. But number two, if you refer someone and you help somebody build their network, they are totally going to want to help you too. So that might just happen naturally by you referring and connecting others. They will start to refer you. But then lastly, don't be afraid to ask others for connections. And this is where that dream job statement comes in handy. So at the beginning of today, I gave some examples. So you can go back and watch the replay if you missed it. But I gave some examples of what a dream job statement might be. So it's like a clear statement of exactly what you're looking for. That will come in handy when you're saying like, hey, Katie, I'm looking for new work or I'm looking for new clients. And this is the type of client that I'm looking for. Rather than, hey, Katie, I'm, no I'm looking for new clients. What do you got? right? But if I tell you exactly what I'm looking for, then that's going to help you help me and, and think of some answers. So that's networking. Before we move on to marketing, I'm just going to recap. For networking, be in the right places. So make sure you're attending the things that are um, specific to your goals. And then it's all about who you know. So six degrees of Kevin Bacon, you're going to spend five minutes a day, just reach out to one person a day, you're going to compliment and thank, invite and update, and refer and ask. Okay, that right there is huge. That's going to just launch so many things into the universe coming your way. Um, now let's talk about marketing. So marketing is a big topic. Um, but in this instance, so talking about using marketing to get your you to find your dream job, I'm going to break it into two parts. Where is your target audience looking and your target audience being who you want to work with? And then what do they need to know? So where is your target audience looking? So again, I mentioned Gig Salad earlier from a standpoint of you researching what's out there, but Gig Salad or The Bash might be a place where you can put yourself out there to be found by people that are searching. Um, if you're, that's good sometimes as a beginner performer. Um, if you've been it for a while, been in it for a while, or your larger company, there's two other services you might want to try called the Vendry or Party Slate. Um, I also mentioned Circus Talk. You can have your profile, and people might be looking for performers there. You can also use it to apply for performers. Um, Facebook groups, um, in the sense of 
showing up and posting what you're doing. I don't know how many people are looking for work in looking for performers in Facebook group. I think it's more people are posting what's available. But again, all the Facebook groups is a new phenomenon for me. For me, it didn't exist when I was a solo performer. So I just know that people do it. I'm not an expert on that. But another way to figure out like, where's your target audience looking is understanding SEO. And we happen to have an SEO expert in the house, <laughs> shared culture concepts. But if you're a local business, if you're a local aerial studio, if you're a local entertainment company, understanding SEO for your website is going to be really important because then when people are searching higher circus performer Atlanta, then you want to try to get on that list. Um, and if, you know, SEO is, a, is not something you're ready for, Gig Salad does all that stuff for you. But that's why Gig Salad and The Bash and all of those are successful because they have their SEO dialed in. So if you want to help your own business show up on those pages, then learning about SEO, which is search engine optimization, can help you. Um, again, shared culture concepts in the house. They're a marketing company for movement artists, circus artists. Um, definitely check out uh, what they have to offer and ask, ask them specifically about SEO. Um, and then online groups. So in the event industry, there's different like online groups you can be a part of with different vendors for networking um, and just showing up and being present in those groups. And there might be other places that your target audience is looking like specific competitions or even like the Aerial Dance Festival, I think has casting directors that show up there. So anytime there's a festival or an opportunity where there's casting directors showing up, you want to be there because that's where you get seen, right? Um, and then what do they need to know? I kind of jumped back to networking a second for that one, but that's okay. Um, what do they need to know in terms of your marketing? So at the bare minimum, people need to know what you do. So if, if all you have time to do on your social media and your website is just think of it as a portfolio to list all of your services and all the photos of what you do um, and have your promo kit on your website, that that's like the bare minimum. Um, by the way, next week in the how to land your dream job, I'll talk more about how to prom how to tailor your promo kit, your promo kit for a specific audience. Um, but that's kind of the bare minimum. You've got to have all your materials and have some presence on the socials that, that serve as a portfolio. But what else do they need to know is how to keep your audience informed. I mentioned that I had that performer email me when she had a new act and that led to a lot of bookings for her. Um, but you can do that on a mass scale too with your marketing. So whether it's an email list or whether it's on social media, um, but always keep your audience updated with what's new whenever you have live performances so they can see you or even just see who else has hired you, see what other places you've performed, that shows your credibility. Anytime you have a new act, try to find as many different ways to post about a new act. Um, when you're traveling, let people know your travel dates far in advance because you never know. Someone's like, oh, I'm doing a specific show here on this date. Oh, Eileen's uh, going to be in town. I'd love to have her in my show. I wouldn't have thought to necessarily reach out to every single person I know ahead of time. I could, but just posting it on the social gives them the heads up that, oh, I'll be in town during this project time. So they might want to hire me. 
And of course, whenever you have open dates, if you do more contract work, always putting out there in advance when your next open and available dates are. Um, if you book gigs directly with clients or event planners, I do recommend then doing a little bit more with your social media because um, you want to, that's more about when you're using Instagram for sales, not just marketing to be known. Um, in that instance, you want to think about warming your audience up for a sale, building the no like, and trust factor. There's a whole other um, component of that marketing. And we do have a workshop on that called Driving Sales with Instagram um, that we co-taught with Shared Culture Concepts. And you can find that at circusboss.com slash IG workshop. Um, so that'll just give you a little bit more marketing beyond just finding the work, but like actually making sales through Instagram. But those are kind of, that's my, that's my broad overview of how to find work. And there's a ton of other ways to find work, but I wanted to just turn it, uh, kind of condense this down into a strategy that you can wrap your head around. So I'll recap it all for you. So with your research, you want to know what are the opportunities that are out there and then who are the key players. With your networking, you want to be in the right places, so showing up and being there and then remembering it's all about who you know. Turning that handshake into a relationship, five minutes a day, just reach out to one person. And then when you, with your marketing, where is your target audience searching and what do they need to know? So that's my overview. Um, I'll just remind you of the links again. If you have any questions, feel free to drop them in the chat live, drop them in the chat on replay or in my DMs. Um, but if you want to check out that oracleofbacon.org, it's really fun to see how, how quickly people are connected. It just makes the world feel small. And then I mentioned the driving sales with Instagram workshop, circusboss.com slash IG workshop. And if you want help turning all of this into an action plan, if it still feels like too much to handle, um, we absolutely can help you with that, with our personalized one-on-one -on -one coaching through Circus Boss. And you can find out more about our coaching at circusboss.com slash coaching. So those are my tips on how to find a job. And I would love to hear your such great tips. Thank you. All the notes. Yay, Miranda. I love, I love that we have note takers. I love that about our podcast and our IG lives. Um, so yeah, when you're going through this, if you have questions, of course, hit me up. Um, next week, I'm going to talk about, ooh, thank you for all the love. There's like a cascade of hearts across the screen. Uh, next week, I'm going to talk about how to land your dream job. So you've clarified what your job, your dream job is. Now I've given you some ideas on how to search for it. And then next week we'll talk about how to tailor your promo kit um, for a specific audience and then how to be more successful when you're pitching and auditioning and, and connecting with people about your dream job. So thank you all so much for being here live. Thank you for listening on the replay. Much love to all of you and have a lovely week and we'll see you soon.